Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi, it's, it's us. It's Justin, Dan, and Jared. We just want to say one quick thing to you, and that is welcome to the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are super excited to be with you this week. We got lots of off-season nonsense to talk about. Theoreticals, peer-reviewed studies. Mm-hmm. Some foreshadowing there. School's not out yet. No, no, no. We got a first presidency to call. We got BYU football news, spring football news, world champions, oh. and limited disc space. It's going to be a very good time. Before you listen to this episode, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at Loyal2RoyalPod. You'll find lots of fun and interactive content there and the votes to see who is winning the first presidency competitions. Mm. Leave a review on Apple or Spotify, or Spotify podcast, whatever one you're listening on. We love it when we get reviews. We love it when we get feedback. Please let us know how you are receiving the show. We love you guys. Let's get into it. Let's boo. No tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Don't forget that, right? Let's back this bula. Yeah! Ah! Yes! Let's go wild, Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're at a waterfall, dude. Oh, oh, oh. Put his butt back in. Welcome in, listeners. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Podcast. Woo! Podcast. We love podcasts. Yes, that's <laughs> right. You're in the right place. You are listening to Podcast. Um, thank you for joining us again. Thank you. We're happy. We've got a great episode, as Justin said. First things first, we've got a few miscellaneous housekeeping items to get through. So, um, let's start with you, Jared and Justin. Yeah. Oh, uh, what, what are we supposed to grab to keep the house, though? Um, grab your golf club brush. Oh, golf club brush. What's that thing called? Like, where you brush the iron? Yeah, with the very tough bristles. Yeah, with bristles. Yeah. They're very, very tough bristles. Yeah, I don't know. Get that. Okay, I got that, but I didn't okay. have it <laughs> on, uh, what was it? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday. Tuesday. 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 Tuesday and Wednesday? <laughs> Tuesday. Well, it was supposed to be Wednesday as well, but Wednesday inclement weather. Oh, inclement weather. The classic. There was some weather. Yeah, we hit the par three course at Tippinogas Golf Club, formerly mm-hmm. known as East Bay, mm-hmm. and still known as East Bay to me. Yeah, um, yeah. Forever. It was good. Yeah, we had Justin remembered the bug spray. So I did. that was a huge dub. Um, big win. Smart, big smart. win. Yeah. Uh we got a couple lucky bounces, I would say. Yeah, we only lost, I wanna say, two or three balls between us. Yeah, which Not is enough. good. Yeah. And that's great for a course with no water. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have the glow up balls or anything, so we were just hitting no it. It was, it was getting dark, you no know. Cliffs. We had yep. I think it was like uh eight thirty tea time. Yes, so very dark. So it was getting dark. Wow. Um I got the ball off of the ground I think three or four times. Okay. Well like significantly off the ground. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I was pretty proud of myself. I was getting better towards the end. I finished off my last two holes with a chance. To putt for par. Ooh. And I bogeyed both of them. Okay, well, hey, bogey's not bad. That's not yeah. bad. That's very... I couldn't do any better than that. There are pro golfers that get bogeys. Yes. Yeah, even double bogeys. Yeah. 
So you're honestly, basically a pro. You could be honestly, pro. Honestly, a pro golfer should come up to the temp par three course and probably hole in one every single day. <laughs> yeah. At least like three of them. Or I would love to see that because it is very easy, but it is not well kept. No. The greens right. are anything but well kept. No. Splotches of just dirt on, no. the, on the putting oh, surface. Mm-hmm. You can see all the aeration holes. Yeah. Uh, it was still very fun, though. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a blast. It, it was a blast. Yeah. It was good. We'll yeah. go again soon. Sounds like a good time. We'll keep you updated. We're going yeah, to the constant accumulation of marginal gains. Exactly. Amen. That's what we're going to do. Yes. Next time we might keep score. Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> that, would be, that would be embarrassing. Yeah. Hey, but, you know what they say. You can't cheat and lower your score if you're not keeping score in the first place. That's right? true. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. Dan with the big brain. Good insight, Dan. Good insight. Yeah. Uh, fun note. Um, our best hole... By far, for both of us, was hole eight, yeah. 69 yards. Nice. nice. Uh, literally no hazards. Nope. It's just tee box, 60 yards of, of grass, and then the green. Yep. Uh, green is very flat. We hit driver off the tee. Yes. <laughs> 60 yes, we, yards. Yes, we did. And that was our best. That was our yeah. best hole. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. We both got on the green with our driver shot. Yep. One of the only uh-huh. holes where we were both on the green. That usually doesn't happen. Yeah. I gotta say. It was very fun. Very fun. The only thing I have to add is just a quick reminder to everyone that no matter what course you're playing on, the nine iron and the putter are really the only two clubs you need the entire day. <laughs> yeah, that's about where I'm at as well. Anything beyond a seven is just a little, do- a little too difficult for me <laughs> as far as golf clubs. So. Yep. yep. Yeah, if I'm safe. At- Okay, we're 217 yards away. Um, If it's not a driver, if I'm not hitting off the tee, it's a 9-iron. Yep. Yeah. Or I'll do a 7-iron with the tee as well. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) All right. Just get some loft under it. That's fair. Yeah, I had a pretty good week myself. Oh, why is that, Daniel? Well, especially, there are some rumblings of an occurrence for probably several months now. Okay. But it was more or less made official because... Um, should I say his name or not? Let's redact uh, this. Blame no, it I think it's. I think you can say it now because he's gone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Dan Snyder. <gasps> um, he reached an agreement with the Josh Harris Group to sell the Commanders. Hey! hey, oh. hey Congratulations, hey, Dan. This is a big day for you. It is a big day. It's been about twenty-five years coming or so. Um, the Commanders, if you don't know, formerly known as the R Words. Mm-hmm. In yep. the 80s and 90s, they were honestly really good. They won three Super Bowls. Oof. Very high attendance. Very great. One of the most famous teams in the league. Dan Snyder comes in, super <laughs> rich guy from D.C., buys a team, absolutely tanks them. <laughs> Did horrible things from who he hired as coaches, which draft picks he made them draft. I mean, it was it was a dumb Words fire. he uses to address certain groups of individuals. Yep, mm-hmm. that yep. too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just all in all, bad in every possible way, basically. But now, he's been under a lot of pressure to sell for the past several years. And it's finally happening. Um, He found someone to sell. They agreed on all the conditions. And now the league owners just need to approve it. Okay. I I would like to assume they would all approve of this. I think so. (laughs) I think it's a safe bet. The general gist I get from just random NFL media outlets, I'm not in the know at all on any of this at all, but um, don't like the rest of the NFL owners like hate Dan Snyder just as much as the commander's fan base does? Most of them do. (laughs) Like, he's just a piece of trash. (laughs) So, yeah. 
It, it's like basically fourth and goal from the one if you're not the Seahawks. Basically. Okay. <laughs> or, or if you have Kyrus Tonga, mm. fourth and goal from the one. That's where we're at. Okay. It is time. It's crunch time. It's crunch time. Good. Hey, I'm people, happy for you, Dan. People named Dan just suck, huh? Oh, yes. It's true. You know. <laughs> <laughs> not our Dan. Right. Dan did not get his nickname from Dan oh, Snyder. No, you let's get that up. Maybe I did. My dad is from DC, you know. Maybe oh, no. he's a fan of Dan Snyder. Yeah, there's no way. There's no fans of Dan Snyder. No. Literally everyone hated him. It's just this huge question mark of why he's still around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He well, just can go off into the sunset. Congratulations, Daniel. Yes, thank you. It's, Not Dan it's, Snyder. It's great congratulations, news. Dan Bradford here. Me, of course. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah big news. Good for Dax Milne as well. Dax Milne, yeah, yeah. He'll be in a functional organization. <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently, they brought in some wide receiver directly to compete with Dax Milne, and it turns out that the wide receiver they brought in ended up getting cut. So yeah, that means they Dax Milne survived. Hey, they cut a he receiver, and it wasn't Dax Milne. Let's go. Let's go. Our boy Dax. Um, <coughs> all right. Bless you. Bless you. Sorry, I uh, went on a run earlier. <coughs> uh, so. We talked about this a little bit last week. I watched Tetris. Woo! Oh, yeah. Absolutely incredible movie. It is so good. Hands down, absolute 10 out of 10, would recommend. I was talking to my dad about it earlier after because he had also watched it. Uh-huh. It's really hard to make it sound super interesting from like just a synopsis. Yeah. No, like it you is. hear, yeah. you kind of see the commercials, you kind of hear the like what it's about, and you're like, this doesn't seem that gripping. And then you watch a movie, you're like, holy crap. That was insane. <laughs> yep. awesome. And it's true. It's a true story. Yep. Like, it's absolutely mind-blowing. I would highly recommend it to any of you. Um, the synopsis, like I said, may not make it sound like the most entertaining, but it is one of those movies that has you white-knuckled until the very end. Wow. Very, very good. does a really good job of enamoring you with the characters. Hmm. And once you, like, get inside the characters' minds, and once you're like, Feeling what they're feeling, like it's it's just an emotional roller coaster of a movie. Highly recommend it. Number one movie I have seen in the last uh, thirteen days. And by by the characters, do you mean like the the L shaped one and like the N or like <laughs> the single dot? Personal favorite the... was the blue line. That's just four yeah, of the them in a row. Line, four yeah. four cubes straight. Spoiler alert! Great characters. Brackets. Brackets. That's a spoiler. I never knew that. That's a big spoiler. Brackets. Uh, um, no, it's, it's an incredible movie. If you haven't, like, like Jared was saying, there's no way to explain it. Yeah. This is just one of those movies that you have to see. You had to be there. Yes, you, you have to be there, it. and yeah. you have a chance to be there or be square. Squares oh. formed into multiple shapes. Ow! Oh. Just as in Tetris. Full circle. Got him. Full square. Full, Full square. square. Yeah. Uh, Taron Egerton or Egerton, whatever the main character. Amazing acting. So there good. Go. All the Russian guys, so good. Ah, amazing. Russians. Ruska. Dude, so funny story though. Make sure you watch it with the subtitles off because Kidley yeah. likes to watch movies with the subtitles on. So we're watching it with subtitles on. It gets to the part where they're like speaking Russian. Uh-huh. There's no subtitles. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Like, hmm. they're just kind of like, you know, you just kind of have to assume what they're what they're talking about, you know? Yeah. Scene went on for like five minutes. No English. Only <laughs> Russian. Really? And uh, me and Kidley look at each other like, is this supposed to be like this? What? And so then <clears throat> we rewind, turn off the subtitles, the English, turn off the English like closed captioning, and then it displays the oh. Russian subtitles. So make sure you're watching it yeah. without see, closed I captioning. Mm-hmm. Um 
But yeah, very good. Yep. That's a very good pro tip. A Royal Strong and True exclusive tip. Absolutely. Podcast Thank exclusive. you very much. Yeah. Yes. Uh, speaking of other pro tips, mm. um, Hogwarts Legacy, I've been playing it. I bought it last week. Is it good? Yeah. It is so good. Holy cow. Um, it is incredible. It's a beautiful game. Hogwarts and the, the surrounding valleys are absolutely gorgeous. Oh, nice. Huge map, very open world. There's so much to do. Uh, the combat is awesome, like wand duels. Oh, this combat. So Expelliarmus. sick. Yeah. You fight like, yeah, it's very cool. Nice. Basically, there's like ancient magic and goblins and poachers and spiders. And I had to... Spiders? Yeah. I, okay. I had to take down an acromantula over the weekend. Wizard spiders? What the frick is an acromantula? Does it remember Aragog, the big giant spider? It's okay. like as big as a building. Yeah, yeah one yeah. of those. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. man. I would very highly recommend... If you are a guy that likes video games, it is incredible. Uh, so yeah, that's all I gotta say. Sounds pretty cool. Is Very there, worth it. Is there Quidditch in the video game? There's not all? Quidditch. Okay. There is no Quidditch, no but sports basically. Uh, there are sports, but not Quidditch. Mm. Why is but there, there no you, Quidditch in Hogwarts? That is a good question. Rumor has it is because they're coming out with a Quidditch game, a Quidditch oh, only game okay. in the future, like and a so Romania versus Ireland game, you know, mm, yeah, the yeah. World Cup, exactly mm-hmm. like a World Cup game. Um, but enough. yeah, but there is a broom, like there are like broom races that you do, mm. you do broom racing, That you have a broom, it's sick, yeah, broom. very fun. Did you pick a pet? Uh, Ooh. kind of, okay. I'm getting to the stage where it's introducing you to pets. Oh, you're okay. gonna have a pet Got soon? It. Yes, okay. I have a hippogriff in a bag. What? In a bag? In a yeah. bag. And I can fly it around it's and kill people bag, with it, it's pretty cool. Oh my. Kill people with your hippogriff. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. What a fight for kids, man. No, it's very fun. I just learned Crucio, actually, as well. Oh, my goodness. It's going down. Oh, my. (laughs) Jared is going to be a necromancer. (laughs) Yeah, well, speaking of Crucio, the NBA is still going on. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the playoffs now. Uh, It's conference finals, I believe. And the Warriors are officially out, so. Hey! Crucio has been lifted in that sense. Honestly, kind of sad about it. Yeah. Why? Because LeBron James is I, going now? Is, is, yeah. Is no, I, I hate LeBron more than I hate the Warriors. I okay. see. I see. Yeah, that's that's a kind of a hard one to pick. That is hard. LeBron or the Warriors. Like, LeBron, LeBron on his own, like, I don't, sure, whatever. He can have success. But just Anthony Davis ticks me off. Mm. Yeah. It's like, he's so good. But also so bad simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, he is. And he's always hurt. He's like that, like, SpongeBob character is. I was born with paper skin and glass bones. <laughs> Every day I wake up and I break both my legs as I step out of bed. <laughs> like, shoot. I don't know. It, it's obnoxious. Yeah. It is obnoxious. Enough. There was a baseball player over the weekend. This is probably the worst segment we've ever had talking yeah. about baseball and the NBA. Baseball and NBA at the <laughs> but same time. All in one. Baseball player took like a 95 mile an hour line drive to the face, Ouch. cracked his skull, and walked off the pitch off of his own of his own power. Yeah. Anthony Davis takes one elbow, like pseudo to the head, mm-hmm. and has to get a wheelchair. Wheelchair. Pulled out off. a wheelchair for the guy. That's a to <laughs> Justin's point. <laughs> I hate the NBA. NBA on TNT is funny, just because Shaq and yeah. Chuck are just those guys can be funny. There's yeah. no way those guys should be allowed to be on television, <laughs> much less together. But True. they are, and they're just like. Anthony Davis straight up has a concussion getting Will off the floor and they're both just pointing and laughing (laughs) (laughs) of course it is different my dad showed me a video of Dennis Rodman and Charles Barkley going at it back in the 90s 
That's a different sport. We're not even playing the same sport anymore. No, it's not even sport. close. It's disgusting. Malice at the Palace, baby. Yeah. Malice. Well, that's your exclusive NBA playoffs coverage. <laughs> I hope you're now well informed mm-hmm. about the latest goings on. All right. Moving on. Um, yeah, mo- let's move on then. In other news, BYU football win totals are out. If you haven't seen them, if you haven't bet your Cheez-Its on them. Mm. Yeah. Cheez-Its, remember. I think last time we said it was five and a half, right? Yes. yes. Opened up at five and average. a half with Caesar Sportsbook. Yeah. It has since moved down, mm-hmm. and they're dropping fast. It had dropped to five. Is it down at four and a half already? At FanDuel, it is. At, at FanDuel, Caesars, I believe it is still five. Still five. Wow. So in case you don't know what that means, if it's dropping like that, it means a lot of people are betting the under. Yes. And they're trying to juice it down so that people bet the over and even out the money on both sides. So the fact that we're moving down means that a lot of people out there think that BYU will not win five football games this year. Or six. Yeah, they'll be below six. Maybe even below five. So, I find it interesting. I'm yeah. not buying it. I think maybe if you're a fan that likes BYU, has hope in BYU this upcoming season, maybe this is where you wait, see how low it will go before you keep betting on it. Yeah. Because I, I like it. I would take the a five... Way, like I would put way more money on five than five and a half because oh, yeah. when if BYU does hit five wins, you have that push insurance. Like it's basically four wins or six wins, which is more likely. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely six leaning six wins. More likely, yeah. I think so too. If it drops to four and a half, I feel like that you have to put something on it. At <laughs> oh yeah, sprinkle like, a little something. I don't <laughs> think there's any way that BYU ends this year with only four wins. Right? Yeah, we play, who do we play? SUU, uh, South Sam Dakota. Houston. Sam Houston. <laughs> Sam Houston. That's, that's, that's two. That's two wins. Yeah. We can get three in conference, four in, like. I think so. Yeah. Since he's going to be bad. Yeah. West Virginia is not good. Awful. Neil Brown might be fired by the time we play him. Exactly. Which could be good or bad for that program, depending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we play Kansas. Like, I know that they're on the up and up, but they're still not a world beater. I don't know. Definitely not. Iowa State at home. Yeah, That's got to be nice a win. Home Iowa State at home has to be. Have a to win that game. The the only thing that gets me is that it's so late in the season. Like it's week eleven, you know, yeah. like or week yeah. ten. Like that's that's usually where BYU has their bye week, and we're all injured by that point. And so I I'm interested to see if having a bye earlier. That's a good point. When is our bye week this our year? Bye week is October seventh. So it's hmm. so that's like week six, seven. Pretty middle. We get. SUU, or Sam Houston, SUU, Arkansas, Mm -hmm. Cincy, Kansas, and then, or Kansas, Cincy, and then bye. Okay. You're telling me we get our bye week in the middle of the season. We get it in October. No! What? Not not (laughs) like November 24th? No, when we got like Portland State and Stanford coming up. No. We get it at a decent time. That's excellent. Hey, Portland State gave us fits. (laughs) That's true. True, true. I shouldn't. Utah, well, Utah Tech almost beat us last year. Man. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what the totals are for the other new Big 12 members. Yeah. Because it might just be a lot of people thinking, all right, they're new to Power 5. People always struggle when that happens in the first year. Let's go under. Because as, like as a more informed BYU fan, I feel like that's not the best move, knowing this team. But a lot of people probably are not as informed and are just basing it on that principle. UCF, win total of seven. So that's pretty high. I mean, they did have a really good team last year. They're returning quarterback. Like they, they're very good. I'll I'll get uh, Cincy's and Houston's five point zero, same as BYU. 
Similar, yeah. And since he is 5.5. Mm. So we're all pretty close. That. Yeah, I feel like what you're saying is right, Dan. Like, a lot of people just have that notion that, okay, BYU is moving to a Power 5 conference. Like, there's always a transitionary yeah. period. But I feel like in the Big 12, like, this is the one year in the Big 12 where it's just wide open. Everyone's on the same level except for maybe Texas and Oklahoma. And even then. And even then, <laughs> yeah. they're still Texas and Oklahoma. You know, like, they right. still choke from time to time. Especially Texas. Definitely. You have so many teams that are not playing at their best this year. And then you have these four teams coming in. Since you're not going to be at their best in any way, shape, or form. But BYU, competent football team. Houston, uh, we'll see. UCF, a competent football team. Very, very competent. With a competent football team in this league this year, you can get to four conference wins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I think there's going to be so many conference games that are coin flips. Right? I think so, too. It's yeah. like yeah. they're factoring in at West Virginia, 49% loss, 51% win. Yeah. There's going to be lots of those kind of games. I think so, too. It's, it's going to be fun. Flip. Flip is flip. Yeah, this is not really related, but I was just seeing... I don't know much about UCF, but mm-hmm. I was seeing a lot of hype about them and their ceiling. Mm-hmm. Because apparently they have a great... Alumni base, they're, yeah, they, you know, I large think they have population, like over one hundred thousand enrolled. And apparently, apparently mm-hmm. they have a very high ceiling, and it's they're oh, in they're the Big Twelve now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, look out for UCF guys. I do think UCF is the best of the incoming groups. They have the highest ceiling, I believe. I think they can immediately compete for wow. a conference championship. Yeah. To speak to Dan's point, we just looked it up. As of twenty seventeen, UCF's total enrollment was nearly double that of BYU's. Huh. Sheesh. BYU's <laughs> not small either. No. no. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, they could be really good in a, in a couple of years. And they have Gus Malzahn at coach. Mm. He Gus. is a proven candidate, like a Gus, proven Gus. product. They have John Rice Plumley at quarterback, who can't really throw the ball, but it's a winner. <laughs> like, yeah. They have a good team. They have a really good team. You don't have to throw the ball if you can win football games. Ask Taysom Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. One other item of housekeeping. Uh, Brett McMurphy had a tweet saying the Big Ten is strongly considering removing its requirement for league teams to play Power Five non-conference teams annually, starting in 2024, uh, the mm. same year that USC and UCLA joined the Big Ten. Mm. Now, this is an interesting topic because I didn't know this was a requirement because yeah. Michigan last year played UConn, Colorado State, and Hawaii. Hawaii, exactly. So they didn't play a Power 5 team. Right. There's very, very, very many exceptions. Yes, many exceptions. uh, But this is the point that I want to get. What is your guys' personal scheduling philosophy uh, for BYU and also for Power 5 teams in the entire sport of college football? For BYU, my philosophy is as follows. Every single year we should play Utah. Every year. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a pretty common um, sentiment. Absolutely agreed. <laughs> yes, yep. Also, 100%. we should play Utah State every one year. Uh, like every other year? Every year. Every, every, <laughs> every, year. every, every year. Every year. Okay. <laughs> and then for our third non-conference game, we can play a school like Weber State or, you know, SUU. An FCS or team? Or an in-state U- USU mm. Eastern. Or, USU Eastern. Or Brigham City School of Mines or something. <laughs> Salt Lake City Community College. Yeah. Snow. I don't know. Basically, I want to play Utah every year and Utah State every year. 
and then a third team. A third in-state FCS school. Yeah. Does it get boring, though, never playing anyone else? Like, mm. in that situation, you have one flex game, and in that flex game, you already have one, one high-level P5 team, mm-hmm. one mid-to-high-level G5, so you're pretty much locking yourself into an FCS at that point. Yeah, I think you can. We'll be playing other schools in the twelve-team playoffs, so it won't mm-hmm. be as boring. You know, mm-hmm. we still have that variety okay. in the postseason. So yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's a good philosophy, Dan. <laughs> I am of the personal opinion, really, that conferences should only be playing eight games. Yeah, I agree. Eight conference I, games. I honestly, but am only in favor of that. But only one FCS team with that. I get that. Eight that's games, hard. One FCS. The bigger the conferences get. You don't want situations where two teams from the same conference aren't playing each other for eight to ten years, like Texas A&M. <coughs> SEC. Georgia. Yeah, <coughs> literally these schools. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that situation happening, which is why many conferences are moving to the nine-game schedule. Mm-hmm. But I am of the personal philosophy that you cannot prove that you are one of the top teams in college football by only dominating your conference and your conference alone. Yeah, like you're half of your conference, especially. Yeah, exactly. You have to beat somebody from another conference to say that you are definitively one of the best teams in the nation. If you can beat one of the top teams in that Big Ten and you're in the SEC, okay, you've proved your point. Or let's say you're in the ACC and you beat the Pac-12, not really proving your point, but let's say you beat somebody from the Big Ten. Prove let's say Clemson goes out and defeats Michigan in the regular season. Whoa. One of the best teams in the nation right there. You find the your points. Okay. I will say, though, from this one report, there are a lot of losers. And those losers are all the schools that will no longer have Rutgers obligated to play them. <laughs> yeah, true. They... They themselves had Power 5 requirements, and they're like, all right, let's just play Rutgers. Let's call it good. Rutgers, Vanderbilt, maybe. Rutgers (laughs) will no longer be required to play Power 5 schools. So if you're a school like, I don't know, uh, Wake Forest or something, or I don't know, who scheduled (laughs) Rutgers recently? I don't don't even know. I I have no idea. I'll follow them in the preseason. (laughs) That's that's one free win taken off your schedule. That's kind of sad. But like I said before, there should be more... Inter-conference games, in my humble opinion. Yes. I love the, in basketball, the, like, the Big 12 SEC Challenge or the ACC Big 10. Did that happen in the middle of the Just year? Do, yeah, do like one game every year for each team, and then you can like rotate through playing different teams from the other conference. Every You could do it like every week three. is like an inter-conference challenge, and then, yeah. Or even spread out your non-con. Like it doesn't have to you be three yeah. or four games Space right at the beginning out. of the year. Like, like make a nationwide schedule. Like conference, it'll be, you know, non-conference, two conference, non-conference, two conference, or something like that. Who knows? Yeah. But I think that would be really cool. Yeah, it'll be much more fun. I'm with you guys. I do not like the current scheduling makeup. Uh, especially because Ohio State took Washington off of their 2024 and 25 schedules. Oh, already? Uh, yeah, that was that was unfortunate. Uh, not a not a power move from a power team. Nope. Um, <clears throat> now I'm gonna propose something. Kay. This may be a little interesting, but hang with me. The NFL does this, okay? The NFL is not as good as college football, but they do do something right. Cross divisional games. If yeah. 
if you believe that's possible, yeah. Yes. It's if you can believe it. In one case. Yes. Yeah. Now I don't like the way the NFL does it completely, mm-hmm. but I do like how you're required to play X amount of games versus people that aren't in your division or conference, right? Yeah. And they have like this whole thing set up that like if you finish at this point in your division, then you play the third best team in this division from the other conference. Something like that, right? Yeah. I propose that we do something like that for college football. Okay. You have the Power Five and you have the G5. There are five conferences of each. Yeah. I think FCS games should be done in the spring. I think instead of doing a spring game, you play an FCS team. I think yeah. that way the FCS team can get their buy game. They get the money, the million dollars, whatever, that we pay them to come mm-hmm. get the crap beat out of them, right? And then in the regular season, you have all 12 games against FBS opponents. With, as with Justin, I think eight games for conference would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, do the rotating like the pods thing. So you have to play everybody yeah. every three years. Uh, but for non-con, you'll have two non-conference games uh, against G5 opponents and two non-conference games against Power 5 opponents. Mm. We have tiers. So if you finish in the top three of your conference, you're in tier one of P5 or G5. So, for example, in the Big Ten, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. Those three are in Tier 1 of the Power 5. Okay. Other yeah. Tier 1 Power 5 teams would be Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Florida State, Clemson, and whoever else from the ACC, North Carolina. Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pac-12, you got Utah, Oregon, Washington, and then, or USC, or I guess USC. Anyway, you get the gist, right? Yeah. So basically... You have to play a team from another conference that is in that same tier as you. Got it. Right. You also, if you're in tier one, you have to play a G5 team that finished in tier one of G5. Ooh, nice. Then, for both, you have to play a tier below you. Okay? So if you finish in tier one, you have to play your same tier, and you have to play tier two, power five, tier two, G5. Yeah. Okay? It. If you finish in tier two, then you can play a your same tier and then a tier above or a tier below, right? And it, it goes the same for each tier. You have to play um, your same tier from F or from G5 and P5, and then you have to play one tier above you or below, or below you, right? Yeah. And that would just depend because you'll have teams trying to go up and down, and you'll have to just work out that schedule. But this is something that will only happen once the NCAA relinquishes its death grip on college football. Yeah. The NCAA will never do something like this because they're not good at their jobs. Nope. Right. But once the Knight Commission takes over college football in the next 10 years, we could see something like this that's more of an NFL-type schedule, and it will lead to huge viewership numbers because these teams will be evenly matched, they'll be playing high-profile conference games, and it won't matter if you lose. Like It, it will matter. But it's not like the whole excuse Georgia uses for not scheduling anybody because they're like, yeah. the SEC schedule is so hard. If we lose one non-con game, then we're out of the playoff. Yes. 12-team playoff, that's not going to happen. You still have a chance. So these yeah. teams will be more willing to take those risks in conference scheduling. Yeah, For that to happen, the, the, way, the fundamental way that college football schedules are formed would have to change forever. Yes. <laughs> the one thing the NFL does have that college football doesn't is a governing body that controls its scheduling. Mm-hmm. The NCAA, within college football, each team makes its own schedule. And the way it does that is not on a yearly basis. It has contracts going out 10, 13, <laughs> 15, even 20-plus years. Yep. 
These are contractual obligations to play one another that cannot be broken without some sort of payment or other negotiation or a postponing or a moving up of a game or something. So will something like that happen in the foreseeable future? Honestly, I don't think so. It would have to take the dissolution of the NCAA. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. at that point, the new governing body that says, okay, we are the college football governing body, at that point might say, we want control over scheduling. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, then we'll see that. But I don't know. I don't know that that will ever happen. I agree. I don't think it'll ever happen, but it'd be cool. It would be cool. <laughs> no yeah. bomb in theorizing. Yes. Maybe they include it in the next EA Sports College football game. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That would be excellent. Well, that's your scheduling talk. Yes. Speaking of theorizing, mm-hmm. shall we talk about some theoreticals perhaps we shall we're going to move into the proper football <laughs> just blown away mate yeah first off we have um salt lake mm. the team there mm. yes as justin was saying we need to discuss whether they're real hypothetical theoretical or just fake. fraudulent fake fraudulent whatever you want to call it I think last week we decided they were still theoretical, correct? Yes, we did. Theoretical Salt Lake. On trial, once again. Two more games happened this week. Okay. We will have to all decide, um, based on these results, what their status is as a team. Okay. First off, they played a wild U.S. Open Cup match on Wednesday night. It was a late one. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was an exciting one. Seven goals were scored in this game. Oh, my. In regulation, and we won. Let's go! So in that game, it, we were definitely real Salt Lake. Absolutely. 1,000% real Salt Lake. Even Real as well. Whoa. We were pretty real, but given the context of the season, can you say that we were real? My argument is this. Okay. We were no longer theoretical. Mm-hmm. We weren't quite real, though. We were in the peer review process, Salt Lake. Ah, well, ah, okay. With a short week. We're under review yes. for being real. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Well, the next result might mess with that review a little bit. Okay. Because okay. we played LAFC at home. They're one of the best teams. Very, very But good. we were at home. We were coming off a big win. And we got blown out 3-0. Oh. So that was definitely a fake Salt Lake game in that game by itself. Yes. So what is the ruling here with this team? We had a real Salt Lake game and then a fake Salt Lake game in the same week while we were under review for becoming real. It's a tough spot. It's tricky. One question before I answer. Is Portland any good? Portland is pretty good. Yeah. Portland's an okay They're team. They're like upper half. They should have the beaten us. Got it. So and given, it was at Portland. It was at Portland. So. Okay. So, so given the context, winning at Portland and losing at home to one of the best teams in the league, I feel like you can't... Like, losing 3-0 hurts. Yeah. No matter how you paint it, especially at home. I'm talking as if I know soccer. I really don't. But um, well, that's true. It, it's it, it is bad. I think we can all say it, losing three is not good. Not good. <laughs> but that would be like, I don't know. Let's say BYU scheduled Alabama or something, and then got blown out by thirty five at home. And at that point, you're just like, yeah, yeah, okay, like, <laughs> yeah, sure. That was exp- it could have been worse, but it wasn't. So like, good job, good fight. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like at this point, I cannot penalize for that them for that. So for those reasons, I am putting them. Still in the peer review process, Salt Lake. Okay. Okay. So maybe they're like potential Salt Lake. Potential yeah. Salt Lake. 
step okay. up from theoretical. That's probably yeah. a step up. Like, Half a step up. It's, it's, yeah, it's in the so. works. Yeah. Know? I think I agree with that because theoretical Salt Lake, they they were a step up above that. Yeah. Because we saw in the Portland game, they have the ability to score. Gomez played fantastic, Ooh, yeah. our, our new signing. Um, and we looked really good. And against LAFC, we looked really good. We looked good. We had so many dang good chances. But we just couldn't put them away. Yeah. It's so frustrating yep. to watch. So it's not, we are definitely not real yet, but I think we took a step this week. I know the scoreline may not say that with 3-0, but we looked really, really good. We just don't have a finisher. We can't finish inside the box for some reason. Nope. So I kind of like that. I I like the peer review process, Salt Lake. Yeah, I I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, Up next this week, we have two more games. Ooh. We're getting into the swing of things. We have a they're both MLS games though, no open cup games. Okay. okay. On Wednesday we have a home game against Portland. Playing them again. Interesting on a Wednesday. how that will go. I'm yeah. intrigued. And then on Saturday we travel to Denver, or I guess it's not technically Denver, wherever <laughs> it is. Um, to one of the worst stadiums in MLS where the Colorado Rapids play our rivals. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Cup. Um, yeah, that's on Saturday. We gotta win that one. Question for you real quick, Dan. Right. Uh, RSL beats Portland in the U.S. Open Cup. Does that count towards MLS standings or no? Nope. No, no it's a separate thing. Got it. But yeah, it does count towards moving to the next round, which we are in like the... We're in the round of 16 16 now. That's pretty good. The whole tournament, yeah. Which is interesting because we're like... We play Colorado in our next round, but it's not this game against Colorado. Not this game. (laughs) It's in the future. So we get a cool-down game against Portland and a warm-up game versus Colorado. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, in a sense, yeah. Yeah, maybe, Maybe it's some good scheduling. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll finish like bottom three in MLS, but win the Open Cup. Hey, I don't know. I would take that. <laughs> I would take that to Harvey. Anything for a trophy. <clears throat> what happened in the National Women's Soccer League? Ooh, the NWSL. Um, yeah, we'll just go. We'll give you the roundup of the players that we have our eye on. Mm-hmm. First off, Ashley Hatch. Uh, brace yourselves for this. Justin, you especially. She got a yellow card. Woo-hoo! She's playing booty right there. Yes, she does. Rather good job in it. Yes, proper, Very proper, good. well done. Um, yeah, and also to boot, she scored a game-winning penalty kick on Saturday night. It was honestly impressive. It was on the road. Very loud fans right behind the goals. She just was very cool under pressure. She walked got, up to she it. She had good karma. Nailed it into the top corner. And it was, yeah, it was a heck of a it penalty. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. it good impressive. karma from getting, if, if you get a yellow card, mm-hmm. good karma. You instantly That's score true. game-winning penalties. The football yeah. gods smile down upon you. <laughs> That's, you might be onto something there. Um, yeah, so she still leads the league in goals. Mm-hmm. So, not bad. That is awesome, especially with not the World bad. Cup coming up. Yep. Getting her tuned up. She's making a good case for herself, getting tuned up for when... Um, the World Cup happens. Yeah. Which is going to be awesome. Um, Olivia Moultrie, also Latter-day Saint. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not going to say she's a, a heartthrob for 17-year-olds. <laughs> I, think I've, I think I've beat that to death. You've exhausted that one, <laughs> Exhausted Dad. that one. She's just a uh, fine player. She got another assist. And so, yeah, 17 years old, I was thinking about what I was doing when I was 17. Mm. I was playing an unsanctioned high school sport nice. and also dropping 11 and 3 in church ball. So, Sick. Pretty impressive. Nice. Really impressive. 17-year-olds doing stuff. Nice. Uh, 17, 
I was, well, Danny was in India, actually. Okay. I was coming home every Friday night and staying up till 3 or 4 playing Call of Duty Black Ops 2 Zombies <laughs> Alcatraz. With zombies. Tre- with Trevor yeah. and uh, oh, man. and Tommy. Yeah. That, that was what I was doing at 17. Yeah. People do different things at 17, I mm-hmm. guess. Justin, do you have anything? At 17, I was playing football and basketball for my high school. Was doing okay at it, I guess. And... Um, you know, finding new places to make out with my high school girlfriend. Okay. Nice. Uh, respectfully. Respectfully. Yeah. Respectfully. <laughs> with so much consent also. So much I'm consent. sure. And yeah, Olivia Moultrie is tied for second in the league in assists. Also at 17, so. That's pretty good. Not bad. Uh, I'm trying to look up how much money she's making. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to At know. least... I feel like it's not going to be that much. It was at a least three-year contract. $32,000. Yeah. At least. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how far above the minimum it would be. But yeah. But it is three years. Like, that's that's pretty yeah. good. Across three years, it might add up to a nice amount. The minimum salary is $16,500. I would have passed out if I saw that much money at 17. <laughs> that's true. And the maximum is 46500 To play soccer. So, yeah. So uh, d- I dare say she's probably making more than elementary school teachers, which is kind of sad, but maybe. <laughs> yeah. Careful then. So what? <laughs> um, yeah. Also, other people to keep an eye on: Michaela Clough <clears throat> played the whole game on okay. Saturday or Sunday. Hey. I don't remember. No yeah. yellow cards though, unfortunately. Okay. She's like a defensive midfielder, mm. which you would expect them to get yellow cards. A lot of them. And yeah. She is mm-hmm. not getting many, so she probably needs to turn it up. She, yeah, yeah, she needs to step it up a little she bit. She does. And then finally, Cam Tucker is out with a leg. Uh, she's got a leg. She's got a leg. Yep. <laughs> she's got a leg. She's got two of them. Uh, also, oh, BYU women's soccer. Yeah. This is actually some news. They've been up to something. They have been up to something. I dare say the most dominant Eastern Europe uh, campaign since World War II. Ooh-wee. Oh, my. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, they went 4-0. Uh, oh plus 17 in goal differential. That's a lot. Against professional women's teams. Uh, I dare say they, they're decent. I yeah. dare say they are decent. They were in Austria, Slovenia, Croatia, and Italy. Mm, Italy. That's a nice, yeah, nice like tour. Sounds like a fun summer. Italia. Italia. Italianos. Also, Pesto. That's a spicy meatball. Okay. What are you Also. Also. They are the first BYU team to have a Big 12 patch on the shoulder... They're getting it on the field. Mm-hmm. They have their schedule now as well for the fall. I would tell you, but I don't know who's good and who's not. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> uh, but it looks like they're going to be playing on Thursdays and Mondays. Yes. Which will be interesting. No conflicts with football games. I'm okay with awesome. that. Awesome. Yeah. I okay love that. that. It's great. Monday games are not going to be fantastic um, because usually like, we don't practice on Sundays. But because... Day of rest and rowdy crowd, family home evening. True. Rowdy. (laughs) All the little kids. A little bit rowdy. But yeah, but because they're playing on Thursdays and Mondays, they will still have Friday and Saturday 
uh, to practice, and they'll probably travel yeah. Fridays and practice Saturday. So mm-hmm. it's not like it'll be a basketball Saturday Monday kind of yeah. kind of swing. And I think the other Big Twelve teams will be on a Thursday Sunday schedule. Okay, Most oh, so time. it's just BYU. So yeah, BYU okay. kind of has an exception there, uh, which I like. I'm which okay is with nice, that. you know. It's I'll nice of them. It. Home games will be TCU, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. Texas Tech, Kansas mm-hmm. State, and UCF. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Good. Sure. I don't know who's good I, and who's not. I looked so. up last year's rankings today. Okay. Okay. Just to, to get a reference, TCU and UCF are both. I think they're both top twenty-five at the oh. end of the year. Okay. Yeah, both at home. I don't know if they will be this year. I they probably lost a few good players, so it's hard to predict. But you know, they might be decent. No, that's good though. I like that. All I know is that anyone coming into the den of the cougar, yes, is going to get eaten alive. South oh Field, yes, they're going to get heckled. Heckled, a big time heckling. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Southfield yeah. needs a new name. Yeah, Southfield. Southfield. I, it's pretty generic. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think we could use a new name. Sucky Field name. What well, what are we naming it though? Sucky Field. Like, are we gonna name it after somebody, or are we gonna give it like a? You got to like mm. like a bounce house type. I mean, name. bounce the, house. We got Lavelle Edwards, right? Yep. Yeah. We've had this woman <clears throat> soccer coach that's been with the program forever yeah. and taken it to nothing to literally the Rockwood, national championship the team. The Rock. Rockwood. <laughs> Ruckus. I, I don't know. I think, like, it's been done before. Yeah. N- named fields yeah. after coaches I mean, that coach are K. currently <laughs> coaching. Yeah. I feel oh, like it's coach something K. that's happened, and I feel like it would be appropriate in this instance. I agree, Rock, actually. Rockwood Field. Rockwood yeah. Arena. I like yeah, it. I, I would be in favor of that. Yeah, I and think you can get it. Like you were she saying, she's the rock. She's the goat. Yeah, and yeah, you know, to rock. Play. Yes, BYU could start using the rock term. The rock. Yeah, I I like it. I think she deserves it as well. She's done a lot uh, for the program. But yeah, so that's Definitely. that's good news. And that it wraps up your house football. upon the rock. True, true, true. Yeah, that's a good gospel application. <laughs> Maybe we should sell that to the first presidency. Hey. How about we name it The Rock, Paper, Scissors? No. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> canceled. I think that's canceled. Okay, before, canceled. before we have any more cancelable offenses, let's talk about real American football. Yes. Very guttural. It's gotta be. It's American gotta be guttural for America. Gotta be. Gotta love football. Couple updates here that I get to provide from the front of the UTFL. Mm, the Premier League in yes. the whole country. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a weird week in the UTFL. Four games going on on a Saturday. Doesn't happen very frequently. Ooh-wee. We were going up, the Aztecs, we were going up against this team that is one of the bottom two teams in the league. Very bad. The spread was astronomical. We were supposed to blow this team out. We do not come even close to covering the spread. Darn okay. it. The Aztecs do not cover the spread, but we do indeed take home the W. Okay. All matters, right? Beating yeah. the Wasatch Wolves 19-12. Okay. I had multiple 19, tackles 12. for losses and uh, one touchdown scored. It was uh, the easiest touchdown yep. I've ever seen scored in the How in did this you score the touchdown? I lined up at tight end, ran a seven-yard curl, and not a single soul was within five yards of me, and I waltzed <laughs> into the end zone. Perfect. So, perfect. Uh, yeah, had a couple had a couple pancakes too. Jared, you were at the game. What did you observe from your media standpoint? Yeah, media coverage. Uh, your full stat line. Mm. I have it here Uh-oh. with me. We got stats. One pancake, four tackles, two TFLs, two receptions, 19 yards, a touchdown, and a truck stick. Hey. On your other reception, there was this scrawny little kid. I felt so bad for him. I was like, 
Justin's about to eat this kid's <laughs> breakfast. And he did. Justin just absolutely wrecked I him. I squared up to him. Ate him for lunch. Boom! <laughs> yeah, it did was he awesome. Try the juke him or dodge him or anything. Just went straight into his chest. Oh, yeah. There's no reason to get fancy. Just ask Matt Bushman. Yeah. Um, anyway, <coughs> awesome game. It was very exciting. It shouldn't have been close. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Justin, the offense needs some work. It does. <laughs> it does. Especially yes. in the quarterback room. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, consultant. The, the field was very muddy. It was. And our running backs are very, very light on their feet. Very, very shifty. So when they can't get their foot in the ground to make the crazy plants that they make, they very much struggle. And that was the situation. I see, I see. Yeah, there were multiple. And it was happening to everybody on both sides of the field, both sides of the ball. Like, everybody's falling over. Um, there was an interesting game management decision by Justin's team. Oh, Gus! Oh, so they're up seven with, like, 40 seconds left. Okay. They get the ball on like their own five yard line. We pick it off. We pick yep. it off at the five yard okay. line. Huge defensive stand. Got turn We're just like, all right, just run the ball one yard, even just no yards. You can even knee the ball. Like they were like five yards behind you guys before the end zone. <laughs> Forty <laughs> seconds left. No one had timeouts. There's no way. No they, had, they had two timeouts, but with three kneels, you end the game. Right. Uh, like okay. they couldn't have. They couldn't have done anything to no. stop. Um, first play was it? It was a run play, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. They called timeout. Okay. Good call. Run Second play. play. Safe. It was like a 60-yard bomb. What the? Quarterback underthrew it so bad. Now listen to this. This is hilarious, okay? He underthrew the ball so bad. There are literally 99% of the multiverses out there. It is a pick. Oh, no. It was such a bad throw that the wide receiver saw the ball coming, saw the two defenders going up for the pick. He took off his helmet threw it on the sideline, and walked off the field before the ball even started coming down. He was in the sideline without his helmet, <laughs> like, cussing up a storm. And then the two guys on the other team, like, Sam clapped each other. Oh, <laughs> no. each other and don't catch it. They both went for it. It was yeah. so funny. It was, yeah. like, something out of, like, Backyardigans. Like, I... <laughs> Meanwhile, Backyardigans? Back it was so bad. <laughs> I mean, and we're all there, like... Like, QB, kneel the football. Just kneel it. And then this, okay, we're going to hand it off one more time. And I look at my running back, and I was like, whatever you do, if you get wrapped up, just go down. Right. He gets wrapped up, and he starts jumping all around trying to stand, And he fumbles <laughs> he the football. Bro, he's like Lamar Jackson out there, where he just, like, palms the ball and is, like, yeah. swinging it around like a baby like it was terrible he freaking mumbled it which was absolutely insane so they get one more chance to throw the ball to the end zone no from their 20 yard line and we, we bat the ball down and we win Phew. but all we had to do was kneel <laughs> the dang football it was that was like wow. the worst clock management I've seen since Mario Crystal Ball <laughs> bro that's literally like me playing NCAA football. Yeah. Like, don't worry, I can get one more touchdown. Yeah. And then I throw a pick six and we go into overtime. <laughs> Run up the like, score. Yeah. That was... Oh, man. And that throw was so bad. <laughs> I blocked... Like, I made the huge pocket for him. And he stepped up into my back. I literally felt his arm come down onto my shoulder and down oh, my back. No, and I heard him go, Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have thrown the ball 40 yards deep when we yeah. up seven. <laughs> up seven with 30 seconds left. Yeah, bad. But so, the dub, the dub, that's all that matters. 
Yeah. A dub is a dub, and it was a big dub because that effectively knocks them out of the playoffs and secures our spot in it. Sweet. We have now won two games in a row, bringing us to three and two on the season. Now, get this. There are one, two, three, four, five. There are five teams in this nine-team league that are either at three and three or have a chance to finish at three and three. Ooh. Wow. The middle of the league is going crazy right now. So this final week is huge for playoff implications. Us as the Aztecs, if we win, we effectively lock ourselves into the number three spot. If we lose, we could fall all the way as far down as number six or seven. Oh, boy. Which would be absolutely crazy. Not there's, good. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's a huge week. There's a lot of moving parts. This week is going to be crazy. We'll keep you posted. We'll keep you updated. I'll post as much as I can about it, but this is going to be a lot of fun. And when the playoffs come, make sure to come out and support Yes, the definitely. new age Aztecs. Uh, we had another spring football league in action over the weekend. Oh, did we? The XFL championship game happened on Saturday. The chip. I'm Three not going to lie. This one surprised me by Three a lot. Words. Choke job. <laughs> Three words. Okay. Big game Bob. Woo. <laughs> Bobby. Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops is back. Who cares that he went four and six in the regular season? That's a 500 year with a championship trophy. Yeah. During the postseason. And in the XFL championship, the Arlington Renegades win the XFL championship and lock in bowl eligibility. Congrats to them. Yeah. I did not see that one coming. Yeah, they beat the defenders, as we all know. Sorry, Dan. Do you want to tell us what happened? Uh, I'm not sure what happened. My eyes were elsewhere at the mm. time. Mm. I just know it was a choke job and that we need to do better next year. And if not, there's another football team I can cheer for again <laughs> in D.C. So, Ooh. yeah. One that's looking a little more on probation. To you. Officially Uh-oh. on probation. Uh-oh. The snake is on probation. The beer snake <laughs> might need to get promoted to the NFL. Oh, Uh-oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> or they could just switch them, you know. Yeah. Relegation promotion thing. <laughs> yeah. That would be funny. Why not? Fine with me. It was a really funny game to watch, honestly. Like, the DC Defenders defense was just like, no, nah, we're just not going to show up for the first 15 minutes of this game. What? Like, literally, like, the Arlington Renegades were all over the place scoring these long touchdowns, made Luis Perez look like an absolute star screaming, We have a chance to be world champs! He well, is not a world star. World champs! By the way. I love that. He called it world champs. <laughs> I forgot about that. XFL, um, XFL world champs. champion equals world champs. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> not even the only spring league. <laughs> Heck yeah. Go off, King. But absolutely amazing. Arlington oh, Renegades entered the playoffs 4-6, and six, limping in, making... Who was it that couldn't make it because of them? The St. Louis Battlehawks? No, it was the... No, yeah, it was the Battlehawks. Forced the St. Louis yeah. Battlehawks out of the playoffs. <clears throat> and then they win it. And they won the whole dang thing. Gotta love the XFL. Wild. I, will, I will say... If the XFL kickoff rules are brutal, this is like what changed the game, I thought, in my opinion, is the kickoff rules. Because if you kick it out of bounds, the opposing team gets it, not on the 35, on the 45-yard line. This is essentially midfield, right? And so after one of the defenders' touchdowns, they got within... Because it was like 17-6 to or something. Mm -hmm. They got within two scores right before half. There's like 90 seconds left. They're just like, all right, we'll just kick it down. They'll just run out the clock, and we'll go in with the momentum, right? Only two scores down. Right. They score. 
they get an unsportsmanlike for throwing the ball away from the referee, which is already bad. And then they kick the ball out of bounds. So the uh, Arlington Renegades started their final drive with 90 seconds left. Instead of starting somewhere around the 20 or 30, they started on DC's 40-yard line. Yep. No way. On DC's 40-yard line. Yep. Gosh. Of course they're going to score. And so they went up three scores going into halftime, and there's no way you can recover from that. I, like, Sad. literally, Hilarious. It, I don't know. It's like, again, this is why the new rules are awesome. Yep. Because crap like this happens. You True. can't just wash through kickoffs like it's some stupid part of the game. Nope. No, it's important. It's a game changer. It's a game changer, that's for sure. So that was fun. Wow. Well, revenge season next year. All right. Well, watch out, XFL. Revenge season. There might be Uh-oh. a new world champion next year. <laughs> Uh-oh. World champion. World champs coming. I absolutely love that Luis Perez is <laughs> world champ. That's hilarious. After he got traded from one team to the other mid-season. Mid-season. World champion. Yeah. He got traded from the freaking Vegas Vipers, the worst team in the league. Dang. Even worse than the Brahmas. I'm going to say Brahmas. the XFL was fun. It, it, was. it was fun. Success, year one, right? I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say a wholehearted so. success. Yeah. yeah. It went well. Uh, time to start watching USFL now. Yeah, absolutely. USFL. The Stars we lost go. again. So. Uh, unless you're a Showboats fan, then you don't watch ever. Yep, or the Stars. Yep. The Showboats suck. Hey, Dan, how are the Breakers doing? Time. The Breakers, I honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> still undefeated. They're still undefeated. They're undefeated. <laughs> no yeah. way. Yeah. How many games have they played? Uh, three or four? Four. Four, four, four now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Shoot. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Yeah. <clears throat> this is actually big news. Uh, this is what we like to do on the shows. Introduce the big news an hour in. Breaking news, guys. Breaking news. <laughs> you um, haven't heard this yet. BYU football gets Dion Smith, a running back transfer Ooh. from Colorado. Dion Obviously, from Colorado. Not a good... <laughs> it's coming. Not good enough to play for Dion Sanders at Colorado. Mm. But wait, wait. He was their leading rusher last he year. Was. He was. He was. Don't mind. He only had 393 oh, rush yards. That oh. was their leading rusher. But he led the team. Um, <laughs> that's kind of sad. Yeah. Asterisk. asterisk. Huge asterisk. Huge asterisk. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if he's good or not, but he joins a really deep running back group now, and I think that's the that's the story here. It's how deep we are at running back. Aiden Robbins. Thousand yard rusher. Hinkler Apati. He showed the frick up last season. Mm-hmm. Miles Davis, we've seen what he can do. Soldier Mahava Peters. We saw what he can do in the bowl game. Oh, not yeah. a quarterback. Perfect game. Back. Um, yeah. So we have a deep group now with guys that have started and played in high uh high intensity games. Like they've played in power five games before. So this is good. Yeah, and at this point you kind of start to think, how do they share minutes and everything? Not every single one of these players is going to be play be playing running back in every single game. Mm-hmm. One thing yeah. we saw, and Jared, you being in the BYU Big J media sphere, maybe you can confirm okay. or deny this. Capital J. But yeah. I have heard and seen on social media, Sol J. Mayava Peters taking a role kind of as a slot receiver. Mm. Yes, very much so. In the couple of practices I got to watch, he was playing a lot of slot. I didn't see him. I saw him maybe once at running back. For like every five times I saw him okay. in the slot. He also runs uh, the trick plays mm. as well. <clears throat> he's the guy that takes a snap on the trick plays when he's Keaton Slovis. Like, he's like, like an NFL Taysom Hill. Sure. NFL yeah, yeah, yeah. version. Yeah. Minus like 140 like pounds. Okay. Okay, yeah. And like eight um, inches. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I do expect to buy you know, at least a 
few games after our bye week to have one or two of these guys out every game. Of course, you know, yeah, yeah. Running mm-hmm. backs can get banged up. As a standard. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it'll be nice to have depth there and to be able to sub them out and keep them fresh throughout the game. So maybe we can use them wisely to win games. Yes, them. I like that idea, Dan. Yeah. Use them to win games. Yeah, that's what you need. You, I think we are all kind of together on this sentiment. Correct me if I'm wrong. We loved Katoa, and he was good and shifty at times, but he was not never going to be a successful three-down running back for a full season long. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Do we agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a whole year. He was, he was an independence back. back. Yeah. Yeah. He was a guy that could come in situationally and make plays when he needed to. Great out of the backfield. But not super consistently. Yeah. I feel like now we have three, four guys in the running back room that can legitimately provide full running back reps for an entire game and command of that role. And still be threats out of the backfield on pass plays. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And maybe not fumble it so much versus Boise State. Better not fumble it. (laughs) I think it's interesting. I think it's a good acquisition. It's definitely one of those positions where you never say no to anybody. I don't care how many guys you got in the room. You never say no because these guys get injured, especially at BYU. Oh, yeah. Uh, Other positions we're still looking out for. I think defense all around, right? Mm -hmm. I think we can still use some power five talent there. Yep. And then in the wide receiver room, again, just for depth. Yeah, we lost out on that one DB from Utah State who ended up committing to Baylor Mm. over us. That was kind of a tough blow. Apparently, his dad very much liked BYU and like posted videos (laughs) even after he committed to Baylor about how much he liked BYU, (laughs) uh, which was kind of weird. But uh, (laughs) we're gonna keep looking. As a reminder, the transfer portal is closed. Nobody will be entering in, Mm -hmm. but we can still pick from the transfer portal. Yes, people who are like undecided and whatnot. And, and I ex- grad transfers. And I expect Ooh, that graduates. grad transfers. Can they have their own yeah. whole rules. I expect to add uh, way, way into um, like basically the week before fall camp. Oh yeah. I think that we'll still be seeing action there. I agree. Yeah. Um, just one more thing about Dion from Colorado. Mm. Dion Smith. Mm. He has one year of eligibility left. Okay. Oh, no, yeah, only one. That's what KSL says. He's a sixth year senior. Gotcha. Oh. Interesting. Older guy. You know. All right. Uh, hopefully he gets in. Hopefully he's good. Yeah. But we'll see. Either way, it's good to have depth. Great to have depth. Yeah, you know, we have a lot of power backs. He's kind of more of a scat back. Okay. Okay. So it's nice to have variety in the running back. back. I like that. Yes. Lots of variety. Hey, and with Sam Houston in SUU to start the season, I think we'll see lots of these guys. I think we'll see all of these guys Mm. get reps. They'll get chances to prove themselves. Take. Before we head into the brute of the schedule where we kind of have to decide on one guy. So I'm actually excited to, to watch those two games because it's not going to be like a Week 10 FCS game where it's mm-hmm. like, let's see if we can beat Utah Tech with our third stringers, yeah. right? Because everybody else is injured. This is going to be an interesting FCS game because we have no idea what our team's going to look like, especially in the running back room. Absolutely. Yeah, and speaking of depth, or rather a lack thereof, oh. we have... A first presidency for you guys. We do! Another one. This one is the first presidency of sports video game franchises. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed our last one. Um, I enjoyed it, personally. Uh, I think we're all winners because college football rivalries are just dope yeah. all yeah. around. Those rivalries are the best. That was my. I forgot to post a poll. My bad. 
I will post a poll and we'll get a double yeah, we'll double do decision. A, do a double yep. poll. Let you guys poll. pick your winners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely won that last one. No, I beg in a complete differ. unbiased opinion. I, I think, think I won no. from the, the third pick. <laughs> Dan's was definitely very strong. Very, very strong. Uh, let's do the random number generator now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, parameters. Let's see. We're picking a number between 43 and 81. Okay. All right. Uh, Dan, you have the honors, like in golf. 56. Ooh, I was going to say 57. Oh. So okay. I'll still go with 57. 57. I'll go with go. 55. Lower. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, I'm trapped. No. Oh, 75. So, Dang it. Victory for me. All right. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm going to take the first pick. Fair okay. enough. Okay. <laughs> there's a clear one overall. I think here. there's one and then the rest. <laughs> yeah. Mm, what was it? 75? Yeah. So, so next, next you, dang, dang, you get you get to pick either second or third. I'll just go second. Okay. I don't know what the difference will be. <laughs> After the first one, it's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there we have it. Uh, so, Justin, I'll kick things off. I... This is going to be a tough one. I don't know what you're going to pick. With the first pick in this first presidency draft of sports video game franchises, you know I have to go with the NCAA football franchise. Yep. I, th- Great pick. That. Th- there's, no, there's no debate, right? EA Sports, college football is the greatest video game of all time. It is. Yeah. Hands down. Okay. I like it. Great pick, Justin. Great Thank pick, you. Justin. Thank you. Thank Shocker. You. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, I actually have two, or no, it's not even my me. Pick. It's Dan. Dan. Yeah, Dan With pick. my pick. I wonder who's Dan going to pick here. I think I know. I think I know, too. See, I had, I'm going to switch my two and three on my draft board. Uh-oh. Oh, we got a late. Uh-oh. It's a late, it's a late pick, but I'm going with my gut. I'm going FIFA. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I think we all knew that was coming. Yeah. FIFA's a great game. FIFA is it fun. Is. There's so many teams, oh. so many games you can play. I mean, it's just classic. And also, just... the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. underrated soundtrack. Very FIFA. underrated soundtrack. And they just keep getting better and better. Like, yeah. there's not a whiff of a FIFA game. Every single year, it gets better. Um, love it. I have the new the FIFA fun. 22 game. There's, like, so many options that you can do. Oh, you can yeah. do, like, street FIFA kind of stuff. Street FIFA, you national can... teams. Yes. They're getting w- Real Salt NWSL Lake. in there. NWSL. Yeah. yeah. Very good. That's Very my, good pick. That's my pick. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> I really hope I, I have two that I really really want. Uh, yeah. So now I think we're just in the bottom. Like, there's <laughs> oh, just, no. oh there's no, just a bunch of games now. There's two that I, I want know, yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Wii Sports. Oh, okay. That's For my first one, that's a that's an okay pick. That I like was that. on my board. Yeah, that sure. was on my board too. Uh, it's just so versatile. Yeah. There's so many games. Yeah. Any, anybody can play those. You can play that for hours. Yeah. Never gets old. So good. You have Wii Sports Resort as well. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like the it, whole series. Yep. So very, very fun. Um, here, I, there's so many. Ah, I think there's a lot of ones that are niche to me. Um, okay. And so I don't know if I'm going to go there. I'm going to go with NBA Jam oh. as the second one. Dang it! Nice I love Dang NBA it. Jam, the arcade version. There's also the yeah. app. Oh, um, that was... It's, oh. it's a class. Again, it's one that anybody can play. It's super simple. You can catch fire. You can catch fire. <laughs> the There's literally just two up. players on the court like yeah. for each team. That was my number two. I'm really going to have to That was think. it? Yeah. So those oh, are my two. Really Wii Sports and NBA Jam. Untra- mm-hmm. Non-traditional. Very different from your yeah, guys's, but I think they're both very good. 
NBA Jam was very high on my board. I have that up there as well. All right, my next pick. I don't know, Justin, you might not like this one, but it's got to be <laughs> NFL Blitz. Ooh! Did you have that one? That's a know. great one. I'm okay with that. That's that was up there. One. You can, like, fight people in there, get <laughs> yeah, the, no. the dirty hits. I'm okay with that. That's a fun one. It's an oldie. Oldie but a goodie. But a f- very goodie. Uh, that great pick, thing, great pick. NFL Blitz. That was definitely high on my list. If we are bringing oldies but goodies in, one of the sports video games that I have the most memories with, mm. sitting in a booth at Chili's, bored while, okay. while I'm waiting for my food, <laughs> asking, Mom, can I please have your, your flip phone? Flip Why? Phone. To play Tecmo Bowl, baby! Okay! That's a classic. That's a classic. I loved playing Tecmo Bowl as a kid. I had a ton of fun. I will say I've never played Tecmo Bowl. I've okay. never played I've that. I've played either. like similar versions, like the yeah. online like yeah. lookalike Tecmo versions, but I've never actually played the game. Tecmo Bowl was a ton of fun. Gotta love it. Go Tecmo Bowl. I am very happy that this fell to me as my second counselor pick. Alright. Um, maybe this is going to be more niche. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you guys haven't or have not played this series. But it's absolutely one of the best series, in my opinion. Very strong second counselor. I'm going with the Backyard Series. Ooh, I had oh, that one on my backyard list. Backyard football, backyard Ooh. baseball, backyard bass. The Backyard Series. I completely forgot about those. Absolutely. Is it a top-tier <laughs> childhood gaming experience. That is very Super true. happy that that fell to me in my second counselor pick. Yeah, That's a huge one. Backyard baseball, I played a lot. Pablo yeah. Sanchez. Pablo Sanchez, yeah. baby. Every year ESPN tweets on his birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Pablo Sanchez. The GOAT. He's the GOAT. That's, yeah, that's an all-time series. I need to... Do they still make those? Like, can you buy them? You can know. You can play them. I, I don't think that, they still though. make them, but I think you can definitely. There's get them. a guy on TikTok that exclusively does nothing but stream backyard baseball. <laughs> I like his record. I gotta find that. Man. The, those sure are so fun. An old DVD okay. or CD of it. Oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> It'd be harder to find a computer that can play it than <laughs> the actual game. All right, this is interesting, Dan. Yeah, I'm, this, I'm excited uh, to see where you go. So I, I'm up to my second counselor. It's a tough one. I think I'm running towards the bottom of my draft board at this point. (laughs) I'm going to go with... See, I don't love this pick, but I have to be true to my past. Okay. And I'm going with Madden, Uh... specifically the career mode as a running back. Okay. Okay. That's all I did on Madden. I was a running back. (laughs) Go through college, get drafted, break all the records. It was fun. Okay. So mad, and I, I just have to do it, man. I got it. Okay. That, that's okay. I mean, there'll be a lot of people that agree with you. Yeah, yeah I think so. Maybe not necessarily us, but... It's a popular game, but yeah. yeah, that's I guess that's what I'm going with. And let's be honest, it's the only football game we've had for the last 10 years. True. Right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. there, that's something to, to... There's something there. Yeah. All right. Uh, my final two picks. These are really hard um, because... I don't think any of them are super, super good, mm. at least for a, a large group of people. To me, there's two that stand out a lot, um, yeah. but I don't I don't think everybody will get those things. They're pretty niche. Um, so I'm going to go with two that I think, well, let's see. I'm going to go with one of my childhood favorites. Okay. Quidditch World Cup. Hey. Harry Potter, Quidditch World Cup Quidditch on the World Xbox. Cup. I was... I spent more time playing that than I did NCAA right. like football, if I'm going to be honest. That's quite the second count. Back when I was got. like 12, or uh, I, I must have been like 7 or 8, actually. Yeah. 
Um, so that one's going to be like for me, uh, but for everybody else, I'm going to go with... I'm gonna go with NHL hits, kind of like oh, Dan's. Okay. No, nice. It was the same like I was gonna go. Yeah, no. like the same idea. You play with like snowman heads and pumpkin and like yeah. the uh, nicknames. It's actually one of the. It's one of my favorite games. No, it's I, really fun. It's a fun I, one. Yeah, fun one. and you had like the nicknames you could type in. Watch Mine was always one zero one zero one one. That was my guy's name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm gonna go with those two. One for the people. One for me. Got it. You got an interesting four. We I'm a very diverse four. <laughs> That's true. You got Quidditch on it. All right. For my executive secretary in my first presidency of sports video games, I'm going with Mario and Sonic at the hey, Olympic Games. Nice. Oh, shoot. Nice. Oh, man. Yes, sir. Nice. That man. was up there for me. And like... The whole like Mario Remember Mario sports, sports mix, is yeah, two thousand eight Beijing Olympics. <laughs> yeah. I got that version. Played that a lot. It was a fun. You could do track and field. You could do the hammer throw, <laughs> the freaking pole vault or something. Dude, this is like going way back in the memory <laughs> yeah. banks. It is. I love that. That was fun. Uh, is Mario Kart a sport? Uh, throwing in the Mario. See, I was wondering about like racing games. And, like, yeah, games. I have a couple of racing. I didn't games go that route. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't go there. Either. Do we classify NASCAR yeah. as a sport? No, no, no. no. F one. Uh, pastime. I, don't know. I, I think we said pastime last week. Pastime. Right? Yeah. Okay. So all right. Yeah, we'll call it. We'll call it pastime. Now. I could have. Yeah. F one's making a new game. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is supposed to be pretty good. Is it Forza or EA is it not Forza? Oh, EAF one. I will say. Okay. Need for Speed back in the day was freaking fun. Oh, okay, yes. that was on my list. Need so for Speed most fun. wanted. I played a lot of Need for Speed. Loved that. I guess, I'd, I'd accept Need for Speed as an answer. Okay. I mean, you have one pick remaining. It's a very I strong do. answer, I gotta say. For my executive secretary pick, this is gonna be controversial in this podcast especially, and I do not love the organization that it represents, but there was nothing, nothing more fun. I think I know where you're going. Than getting together with the guys on my basketball team Ooh. and throwing down some NBA 2K. That was not 2K. where I thought you were going. Okay. All right. You know, NBA 2K was so freaking fun to play. My career mode was kind of fun. You got to develop and you know you get to request a trade if you didn't. Oh, like it was kind of cool. But like getting together with the guys and like absolutely throwing down NBA 2K when either neither of you know how to play or both of you know how to play <laughs> is so much fun. Yeah. I'll say this about 2K. I I think it's a great executive secretary pick. Yeah. Anything above yeah. that, I don't think it warrants. That's fair. Yes. The old NBA 2K games, I love. NBA like, 2K11. 2K11 and 2K13. Those I loved those games. I got 2K19 no. when I first got our Xbox One. No. It sucked. It was <laughs> so bad. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even play it with with anybody because nobody like it's so complex. The career mm-hmm. mode was stupid. Yeah. But those old games were awesome. They were so fun. And I yeah. loved when you could go back and play as like Michael Jordan in game six of the finals and stuff. That was super fun as well. Um, so yes. yeah. Justin's adding pre-2K16. Awesome choice. The value in yes. that pick. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, I, I think I played NBA Live. NBA, oh, yeah. instead of also, NBA 2K. Good, yeah, also amazing. Back in the NBA day. Live was good. Yeah, that's the EA version, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that was actually really fun. That was really good. 
Uh, do you guys have any honorable oh, mentions? I have a couple. I got some honorable mentions. I do have a couple. If are we um, including fighting as a sport? Because what if kind of so, fighting? Like there, there is a lot of competitive Super Smash Brothers out there. Super Smash. Okay, yeah. I ton of fun. I I think that's a good honorable mention. I don't think it would count as a okay. as big, but I agree. Very fun. Got it. My honorable mention is Tiger Woods PGA Tour. Yeah. That yeah. was another one of yeah. my niche ones. Yeah. Good good pick. Good yeah, pick. I was on my board. I didn't get to it, but it's, sometimes it's nice. To just I used to grind Turn those on a games. game of golf. And, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on mine, we talked about Need for Speed. Talked about Tiger Woods. Um, WWE Smackdown in like the late yeah. 2000s mm-hmm. for the GameCube. Yep. You yes, could like go GameCube. under the mat and pull out a chair and like a table leg and start hitting people. Yep. That was fun as like a third grader. Um, and then also the PGA Tour games like yeah. EA Sports, like kind of what you said. And then Tony Hawk. Tony, Tony Hawk, Hawk Pro Skate. Yeah. Those are like the classic dentist office games that you play while you're waiting for your appointment. <laughs> the and controller's Hawk attached. Yes. Yeah. Got the yeah. dingy <laughs> thing. <laughs> You're, you're at McDonald's, uh, and the McDonald's, like, playpen, and it's oh, got, yeah. like, the N64. Yeah. Yeah, that, That's a fun game. Like, again, Tony Hawk. not good enough to be in my first presidency, Yeah, but that would be a quorum of the 70. Yeah. For sure. Still very righteous. Yeah, stuff. still very righteous. Yeah. I do have to add, this is a table game, not necessarily a video game, but the little guys that you set up on the table, the football game, and you, like, make the table vibrate, and then, like... Oh, yeah. Just move along. And it's like. (laughs) You see the players move along. And, like, you get, like, somehow, like, a running back running down the sideline in, like, a safety and perfect angle pursuit somehow. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. That that was a ton of fun as a kid. Loved that. I I didn't actually have one. I had to go to my buddy's house to play it. Yeah. But it was fun. We would play that at my grandma's because my uncle used to have one. And it was, like, super old. And so we'd try, like, set it up, and then they'd just be like, and, like, you have the defenders running the opposite way, and the yeah. guys running the back of the end zone. So I don't really know how to work it, but it was fun. It was fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I, think I don't that's know. everyone I thought of on my list. I had Mario Baseball on there. Dan kind of yeah. went Mario Ooh, right? The Mario, Mario Sports baseball. Mix. Yeah. That was the one baseball game I ever played. Mm. Yeah, I play Wii Baseball. Wii Baseball. Yep. That's in Wii Sports. Yeah. Wii Sports has a lot of fun games within it. It well, does. Yeah. The Wii Fit games were fun. Like yeah. the Wii Fit yeah. mini games. Yeah. The, I love the. There's the soccer one. Yeah, the header the one. Skiing oh. one. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think we each. Let's go through all of ours again. Right, right. Um, but I think we have some good picks. I think these are all. Uh, it, it was an interesting draft. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we got some interesting picks. Justin? My first presidency at President NCAA Football. As it should be. First counselor, Tech Mobile. Second counselor, the Backyard Series. Executive secretary, NBA 2K, pre-2K16. Okay. Nice. That's a good lineup, that especially good lineup. your president. Your president <laughs> might carry. I think that's going to carry. <laughs> um, yeah, I had as my president, FIFA. Mm-hmm. As my first counselor, I had NFL Blitz. Mm-hmm. Second mm-hmm. counselor, I had Madden. Uh. For better or worse. And executive secretary, I had Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Madden is that second counselor back in like Joseph Smith times that's gonna end up getting excommunicated. Yeah, that's like smoking <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's there, it's there. Yeah, you know. yeah. And Dan yeah. was true to his childhood. Super we gotta respect that. That's you know? true. Yeah. That's true. Because yeah. I need that respect as well. Because when we sports, I, as, as, as your president, we sports. Hey, I think I would stand by we sports. I think we sports is, is a. I think a lot of people agree that's a great pick. Great yeah, pick. NBA Jam. 
Awesome, very classic, fun. Yeah. Quidditch World Cup, that's my Madden. That's like my niche <laughs> one. That Madden. I probably I bet no one else has played it. Um yeah. but it was super fun for me. Uh and then NHL hits, which again, it's very another cool. nostalgic classic, just chaos reigning. Kind of like NFL Blitz. Just yeah. chaos. I these are some good ones. I think we know who the winner is though. Yeah. I'd give to Justin. <laughs> yep, <laughs> hands down. You could have picked MLB The Show, WWE 2K, and like Cricket 34. And we still would have given you the dunk because... I feel like NCAA football at first was was a great pick. I feel like the Backyard Series is my best value... Like the best value Value? in this entire draft. I completely forgot about those, but those were amazing. Those are good. I hope when I put it on like the Instagram (laughs) post that people like see Backyard Series... And know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I maybe I'll have to put Pablo Sanchez's face over one of the first presidents you should, numbers yeah. just to like hint. If you know yeah. it, like if you've played it, you will absolutely know. Yeah, like everybody remembers it's a, those. It's a things. huge throwback. Yeah, what a great throwback. Absolutely awesome. Seeing the little bobblehead characters running. Yeah, yeah. Man, I gotta find that on TikTok. Yeah, I don't um, have TikTok. But I'm gonna Google it. Dan's gonna Google it. We're Google a TikTok. Yeah. Well, that wraps it up for us. Yeah. As Boomer Dan is googling the TikTok. Yeah. At least he's not binging it. Yeah. True. Should bing it. Could be binging it. Uh, yeah, that was fun. We'll do this again next week. Send us your ideas. Answer yeah. our mailbag questions. Comment and like the Instagram. Yes. Uh, and also leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you or on Spotify, whatever. <laughs> You leave a review, we will see it, we will interact with it, we will read it on the show, we'll give you your flowers, and then some. Yeah. And their flowers. Absolutely. Right. I think that's good. I'm good. I, uh, do we have any parting thoughts? I don't know. Mm, no, uh, this, this is a fun one. Oh, Voodoo Hate Week. Voodoo Hate right. Week. We hate the voodoo. We hate the voodoo. We hate the voodoo this Voodoo week. suck. Only light magic. Mm. No black magic. They're two and three. Big, big game for seeding. Okay. Mm, yep. Hate the voodoo. We hate the voodoo. We Lock hate the down. man with the friends on the other side. Mm-hmm. Lock down that three seed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. See you next time. Thank you. Goodbye now. Mwah.